Hi, my name is Coco Shade, and this is my podcast called The Coco Shade Project. I am an amateur writer trying to become an independently published author. Okay, so where does my writing journey begin? It begins in grade school. Grade school, I used to read and write all the time. I want to say I read, I know why I read a lot. I read a lot for a couple of re- reasons. One, I obviously enjoyed it. Two, my parents fought a lot as a minor when I was a child. And so I read to escape. Three, it impressed people that I could read. I think because I'm a young little black girl, people were impressed that I was picking up books. I picked up more books. I don't know. I picked up more books than I think a lot of other kids did my age, but I, I, I know that's not right. I had some friends that read as well. One of my friends I can think of, we got in trouble because she went and grabbed her parents' Clan of the Cave Bear. And I asked my parents for a copy of Clan of the Cave Bear too, not realizing it was an adult book. And so got in a little trouble there. But I did read things that were more appropriate for my age, you know, like Benicula and the Holiday Inn and the Celery Stalks at Midnight and uh, other books like that, you know, like, uh, what was the one book? There was a book about a girl who ate red pistachios, um, anything Judy Bloom, you know, those, those things that were appropriate for, uh, they were appropriate for my age. My parents were pretty cool about, uh, tiger eyes, Rathus fire, a Rathus creature, I believe, uh, any book that I could get at the scholastic book fair that came through town once a year. So I could get my hands on those. Uh, my parents, my mom wanted me to read more classics. My dad was not a reader as much as my mom is. So he, I don't think he really care, cared or understood. Um, writing, writing's always been something that was really cool for me too. I guess when I learned that Dr. Seuss can make up his own words, I was like, oh, I want to, I want to make up my own words too. I want to write stories too. So, I mean, I read them, so it just makes sense. Somebody has to write them, right? And I could be a writer in class. I would write poems and, uh, plays. And I also wrote like little news weeklies, just like the ones we got in class, except the news wouldn't be, you know, U S news or world news. Like we would get mine would be like school news or local news or whatever, and have like little puzzles and stuff on the back of them. And, uh, I did write a couple of plays I wrote, I remember one Mother's Day, I wrote a card and my teacher liked it so much. She read it to the class and then everyone wanted me to write a Mother's Day card for their moms. And I thought that was pretty cool. I wrote a really cool poem about sneakers. Um, and then I drew a sneaker. I don't know if I still have that poem or not. I have to check. I don't think I do. It's been, it's been so long. And then in middle school, I, um, before I go into middle school, I liked the little attention that I got there. Then when I got into middle school, I did the same thing, except I kind of got on a not too, uh, how should I say it? A not too good path. <laughs> uh, so middle school, I ran into a bunch of kids with some problems, you know, some uh, problems that were too adult themed. So then my writing kind of took a turn there. I think because when puberty's hitting, it's middle school. I wasn't looking for positive attention and I wasn't looking for anything. I just, I, I liked that people read my stuff and then had an effect. So I wrote some very raunchy things because as a kid, I don't, I think they're raunchy funny, 
but I never experienced any of those things I ever wrote about. Didn't even have a source for those things. It was really just like some very immature, you know, immature, um, dirty, <laughs> mad lib stuff. You know, it's like put this body part with that body part, stupid. And kids would laugh. Some kids laugh. You know, I wrote about, um, I hate to say this. I feel so weird saying this. Um, and I, you're going to think, oh my God, how did I get this? You know, my parents would have killed me if they ever found the truth. I probably would have been, I probably wouldn't be here writing right now, <laughs> talking about this right now. But I wrote about, um, sex and donuts. And I remember the story got passed around like from class to class and around the lunchroom and everything. And I got busted. I finally got busted for that. And the teacher's just like, I'm going to tell your parents. I'm like, I'm done. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you know, this doesn't have to go further than here. Not knowing anything about sex at all. And I wrote about sex and donuts and it was just so bad that the teacher's just like, you know, and uh, thinking back on the time I can understand on one point I can, I don't understand why it didn't go any further. The other thing is I think maybe they understood that I was just an idiot. I was just a stupid idiot writing just gross things just to get attention. Um, you know, and I, the, it's not, it's funny and it's not funny because looking back, there was a, a few of us that did that. And one by one, everyone got caught except for me. And I think I was the last one to get caught. And I thought, I'm, I'm, on one hand, I was like, I'm damn good. <laughs> but looking back, I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm almost, I was, I mean, obviously I'm embarrassed to talk about it, but it got me attention. And then, uh, writing poems and still in plays and skits. And I had a friend who he and I would write back and forth. And this person had a, a huge, big influence on me. One, because when I saw him, I was totally infatuated from the first minute I saw him. And we were friends from middle school until first semester of college. And we would go back and forth with ideas and writing and things like that. And I knew that he, for the longest, had kept some of my writing after we had stopped talking. But I don't know if he's kept it since then. Um, but when we were both went into high school, my focus was mostly, my plan was, okay, we're going to graduate high school. We're going to go to college. We're going to be writers and write movies and TV shows and do all kinds of things in place. And just, we're going to just continue to do what we're doing, but on an adult level, because now we're adults and we do whatever we want, you know? And I, that was my, the furthest, my, you know, that was the structure of my plans post high school. Um, so no, I didn't do well in high school because my focus was him and like we, we'd have this and that was fine. I didn't do any formal writing. You know, I didn't do my school lessons until it was almost to the last minute and the teachers would let me do my assignments just so I can pass and get out of their hair. I wasn't stupid or slow. I just was, uh, lazy, <laughs> lazy minor who, um, I had to get out the door apparently, um, my grades were bad. My parents either knew or didn't know or didn't care as long as I passed, even though I barely passed high school because I was almost a dropout. But at the last minute, things turned around. You know, thank you, public school system. Uh, so then when I tried to get into college, I did no preparation in high school, so I really was not ready for college. So not only was I not ready for college, but then, you know, the person I had the most emotions for and, and was, pl you know, planned my life around left me. And he got his own life and never heard from him again. And I was just feeling stupid. I had no life. I had nothing going on. I had no plans. I did not prepare for anything that was going on. 
So for the next 20 years, I'd be in and out of college, taking courses, going nowhere, building up a lot of debt, building up student loans and having no degree, you know, and then on top of that, I was miserable. So I stopped writing. I stopped reading. I stopped watching movies. I even stopped listening to music. I just took everything I loved and enjoyed and just stopped doing it and turned to things that I, it's funny. I turned to things I never thought I would see myself do drinking a lot, doing drugs, uh, fucking strangers. Sorry. That was graphic, but that's what I did. Um, having, I mean, I was already aimless, but I totally went, you know, as aimless as a ribbon in the sky, I guess you could say, you know, just trash in the wind. That's, I was just blowing everywhere, just going everywhere. And after a while I got tired of that. I think, well, it's not that I got tired of it, but I did hit rock bottom. And once you get hit with rock bottom, it's like, okay, you got to figure out what you're going to do. And rock bottom for me wasn't the drugs or the alcohol. That wasn't the bad thing. Rock bottom for me was having no money and having no independence to do anything. So when I turned 30 and I had nothing, I had to go back home and live with my parents and work for, you know, an allowance, you know, where everyone else is, you know, taking care of kids and probably buying their second home. I'm, you know, trying to bum gas money off my parents so I can go to a job, go to some crap job because I had no degree and no skill. And when you're in hustle mode, you don't have time to do anything fun or imaginative or anything. That's, that's how I felt anyway. I felt like I put myself in this place and I had to work myself out and that's what I did. Fortunately, that was only five years. Uh, but those were the longest five years of my, of my life. So, and then I got a really nice job and started paying off the bills and making up for the things I got, the holes I got myself into. Still kept trying to go to school. Um, the reason why I kept going back to school is that was the only time and place I would allow myself to write and be creative. I waited for the teachers to give me the prompt and then I would write and then I waited for the teachers to give me their feedback and their grade because I felt like I needed that. That was the audience I needed. I needed to know I could still do this writing thing. But then I got into trouble because I felt like academia is not real world. And sometimes I wonder what academia really preps you for, you know, for me anyway, especially if you're trying to be just an English major and, you know, not knocking college because for some it works and for some it doesn't, but for some it doesn't. So, um, so it's back to the drawing board and having to find some other ways to be creative. Um, so feeling like that about school, I threw myself into a relationship I wish I'd never got into, was not healthy at all, took up a lot of time, a lot of energy and mental energy as well. And then once I got out of that, went back to therapy and I was like, you know what, I want to be on a better path. How do I get there? So with therapy, I ended up finding myself again and getting back on the right track that I derailed myself from 20 plus years ago. And once I got on the right track, then the right people started coming into my life. And like the right person that came into my life was the man who became my husband. He is someone that he's also a creator and a crafter. Uh, he's someone who's had his hard knocks from life and he got back up and got back on his path, on his right path as well. And we health healthily support each other in our, in our work. You know, he writes blogs and he writes things and he writes books and I do something, <laughs> So meeting him, I was able to, uh, write again, write more and feel good about my writing. 
when I first met him, we were dating and I entered a haiku contest and I came in second out of 70 people in this haiku contest. And I felt pretty good for somebody who hasn't written in a long time. And I did NaNoWriMo three times and I got my 50,000 words three times. So I won in, in essence, I won NaNoWriMo three times. So in a way I kind of wrote some books. <laughs> I know it doesn't really count, I guess in a way. Um, but now I'm at a point, it's like, okay, I've done this and this and this. So what do I do next? Next, I, I write this book. I've been wanting to write a book since I was a child. I wanted to be a writer since I was a child. And I feel like it's, it's time. I have these stories in my head. I have some ideas and now I have to sit down and actually, I feel like I'm actually taking myself seriously and I'm scared because I haven't done that before. I haven't given myself this much attention or my writing this much attention. And that's, that's all, that's all I can say. Um, I have a couple of stories that I want to put into books, maybe a couple, make them a couple series. I'm not sure. Both are in the paranormal genre and I want to see if I can do this, you know, and I hope, you know, I want to get them out there. I want them to be as polished as possible. I'm not doing this for any literary award. I'm not doing this to be a bestseller. You know, I'm not knocking money. Money's always good. But I want to put a book out there and I want to see if I've, I had this talent that I always believed I had and then others saw in me. I want to know if I can write a good book. I want to know if, you know, and I'll take criticism because there's, there's people out there who are going to have critiques and there's going to be haters out there or whatever. But I want to put a book out there and I want to see if I can do it. And I want to see if, you know, I think ideally I would like to see someone pull the book from a, from a bookshelf or watch the, the, um, analytics as the sales go up. I want to be able to see people post and go, you know what? I read this book. This is really, really cool. Uh, genre, paranormal horror genre, or I read this book and this sucks. You know, <laughs> I want to see if I can still get people's attention, I guess is what I'm saying. So of course I've got to learn formally character development, world building, um, you know, editing, I have to be patient, take my time with editing and keep my confidence up and my discipline as well. So this is what this podcast is about. Can you watch me? Can you follow me and see how I do? You know, maybe over time you can give me some pointers. We'll see. I know in the following podcast after this, I plan to just, you know, keep people posted on my progress, let them know the sources I'm resources I'm using, let them know the cool things I'm coming across. And yeah, I'll let you know the things that have me stumped. Like, I don't know how to get this character out of this thing that I put them in, you know, and, uh, hopefully you'll listen and you can follow the process of an author. There's so many out there. You know, again, I, 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 I ain't got no formal schooling. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, I did not come from a writer's background. You know, I'm just, oh, I'm a worker bee with a dream is what I am. Thank you for listening. <laughs>